G'day legends, welcome back or welcome to the podcast. I'm always abundantly grateful when people choose to spend their finite resource of time in listening to this show. There's a bit of a change, a bit of an evolution coming. This is a bit of a special episode that I want to introduce you guys to a bit of a vision with the podcast. And within that vision, I think there's a great measure to reflect on why this podcast even started five years ago now. So it was July 2017. So I want to reflect and take you back to the why behind, the purpose behind, the mission behind this podcast. We'll spend a little bit of time there and then I want to explain where we're moving with this and how this is evolving and what this actually means for you. Don't worry, the podcast will remain Uh, I'll still be coming to you sometimes here from my kitchen like I am, sometimes from my van in Sweden, sometimes from Spain, sometimes from different parts of Australia, sometimes I'll be in a studio, sometimes I'll be out in the wilderness. What will remain true is my Yobbo Aussie accent, highly valuable guests, and being in a variety of different places. So, as we reflect on the podcast journey, uh, you long-time listeners will know, and this is why I don't want to spend too much time reflecting, but for new listeners who aren't aware, back in 2017, I decided, actually it was 2016, I decided that I was going to start a podcast. The reason because I wanted to start a podcast was because at the end of 2014, uh, I experienced major adversity in my life. Life was freaking amazing. Met my beautiful partner a couple of years earlier, Marie, who's now my gorgeous wife and mother to our beautiful children. I had been a performance therapist in high-performance sport, mostly with Paralympians for a lot of years. And then I had transitioned into, and at the end of 2014, I'd been doing it for almost five years as a high-performance coach with Paralympic athletes and working in other football teams as a coach and therapist. Life was amazing. I had some of the world's greatest mentors in uh, sport and was learning pretty fast how to become one of the world's best track and field coaches from able-bodied coaches, from Paralympic coaches, and was loving it, was absolutely loving life. Um, You know, I say I'm an optimistic lover of life, and I certainly was, certainly still am. And at the end of 2014, when I was in America with my gorgeous partner at the time and wife now, Marie, uh, she was training at the World Athletic Center and I was an intern uh, learning from some of the world's best coaches. My grandparents, who were my best friends, and they were my best friends. They were young and fit and active. We trained together. Sometimes we partied together. When I was younger, I lived with them. I spent lots of time with them. Uh, they were the great mentors and idols of mine. They were they were great community members. They taught me the importance of community and the impact that we can have in community and other people's lives when we choose to show up for more than just ourselves. They taught me a lot about love and respect because they were happily married for 53 years and they actually showed that through their actions that they were happily married. My grandfather used to call my grandmother sexy legs and they were cuddling and they used to kiss each other in front of us when we were younger. We thought it was gross when I was in my teenage years and, and an adult, I thought it was amazing. And they taught me what love and respect is through that connection and their actions. They taught me a lot about business and entrepreneurship because they owned a lot of different businesses over their life and just sharing stories and then sometimes sharing the insides of it. They taught me a lot about that world. 
And unfortunately, at the end of 2014, these beautiful souls were murdered in their own home by their own son. And, yeah, it just rocked me. It, it took me to places I didn't know. It, it taught me things about life that it doesn't matter how much time you spend and energy you spend and how much belief you have in yourself and all this time and energy on bettering yourself. You cannot avoid fucking big challenges and adversities like this. We're never immune to these challenges and adversities regardless of how optimistic we are and how much we love life. And... It took me on an emotional journey and I saw psychologists and started learning a lot more about the brain and human behavior. And the more I did that over the years, the more I realized that I want to be in this space more often. I want to help other people. I want to coach other people to experience this this deep inner uh, drive, this, this perspective that we can actually fucking do the work and be unbeatable in our lives regardless of the challenges that we experience the adversities that we experience, the relationship challenges or the business challenges or the health challenges, whatever it might be, we can be unbeatable, but it requires work and support. And so going down that mission, as you guys know that a long-time listeners, I studied a lot and learned a lot and then chose to um, chose not to coach anymore. At, at the peak, I, I was awarded Australian Paralympic Coach of the Year the same year that I quit, had coached Paralympic and world champions and I just had this deep belief and this deeper purpose within me and that purpose I get we get to choose our purpose and one of the purposes I chose was to enhance and optimize my grandparents legacy and one of the ways that I chose this purpose that just sung to me in deep meditation was impact the lives of hundreds of thousands of people I was obviously impacting people's lives, coaching these amazing athletes and the ripple effect of them being great performers and them turning their lives around and using their adversity to their advantage. The ripple effect of that was impacting the lives of probably hundreds of thousands of people who watch it all around the world and Paralympic sports. So I know that that's what was happening, but for me to light my soul and to live on mission and on purpose, I had to make a shift. And a part of that shift I could see was through this podcast. And I chose the purpose of the podcast to be to impact the lives, to positively impact the lives of hundreds of thousands of people, which aligned with my personal purpose of enhancing and optimizing my grandparents' legacy. And so that's how it evolved. And I started in July 2017 and have had so many amazing guests on here. We're up to almost episode 200 at the time of this recording. And I hope we get to 2000. Actually, I never hope anything, but I trust that if the energy is still behind it from you guys as listeners, we will get beyond 2000 episodes. And it's not about the number, it's about the quality and about the value that comes through it. But that's why this podcast was born. It was born behind major adversity that almost fucking beat me. It crippled me and I did the work to get through that. And being surrounded by working in high-performance sport with Paralympic athletes being surrounded by human beings who had almost lost their lives, who might have lost limbs or lost their sight or born with disabilities or had major accidents and become disabled. Being around these people who didn't let those adversities beat them and what they actually did was use that 
as the stepping stone into the next season of their life, next chapter of their life, and actually fucking thrive because of their disability. So I saw that from that perspective for many years. I experienced it from this deep perspective. And I also experienced it with everyone that I was surrounded by because that's what human beings do. They experience challenges. They experience adversities. They, I should say, we. And some people are beaten by them. Some people become victims of their circumstances, victims of whether it's losing a loved one, which is fucking tough. Um, oh, sorry, I get a bit emotional. I want to just think about that. Uh whether it's losing loved ones, whether it's business challenges, whether it's relationship challenges or quote-unquote failures if you have a relationship breakup, whether it's you know losing a job, whether it's having a small injury and you can't run on the weekend or go to the gym for a few days or whatever it might be, there's always challenges and adversities, whether it's something to do with the kids, uh, your energy levels, your hobbies, whatever it might be, we will One thing I know for certain is that every single human being will continually experience challenges and adversities in their life. And the thing that I'm inspired by is the people who can work through those challenges and don't let them beat them. And they thrive on the other side of those challenges because of the commitment to the processes. You know, I used to think... I love the word thrive and I love to to design my life to thrive personally, professionally, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, relationally, everything. And I used to start to judge myself when I wasn't thriving. <laughs> and I realized that, you know what, we're not supposed to thrive 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's actually not possible. Sometimes through these adversities and challenges, we have to experience the grief. We have to acknowledge the the pain or the discomfort. We have to acknowledge the struggle, embrace the struggle. And moving through it with the right support and tools and strategies on the other side of that struggle is when we can thrive again. But it's important that the struggle doesn't beat us. And that's where the evolution of this podcast is moving towards. I want to introduce you guys now to what I'm calling the unbeatable series. Because what I've learned through my life experience and now coaching hundreds of people, working with athletes with a disability, working in high-performance sport, working with everyday humans, working with everyone, and just studying human behavior and becoming addicted to learning about human behavior and how we operate as humans and function and our belief systems and why we make choices and our thought processes and thought dynamics and our energy, our mind, our body, our breath, everything, just becoming addicted to that. I've really learned through the years that this and become aligned with what I'm calling unbeatable and putting together philosophies and structure around us living an unbeatable life. And so this series on the podcast, the Unbeatable series, is connecting with amazing guests and inspirational, influential, and impactful human beings to share their story, some of who you've already heard on the podcast who are living unbeatable lives, some people who are new and bringing different perspectives. Let me assure you that it's still highly valuable 
but this this unbeatable philosophy what i've come to learn is and i'm going to speak to the what men experience here because i work mostly with men now and i'll tell you why i've chosen to do that so as i talk here for all of you bloody wonderful women listening don't think that this podcast now is only for men not at all but the work that I do, the coaching that I do, the programs that I run, the men's only programs, and most of my clients are men. And I'm focusing on that more now because what I've realized is to really align with my mission. So I created a personal philosophy doing the work and I've realized that that's actually my personal mission. And so my personal mission is to live every day, to love deeply, impact significantly, embody wisdom and have fucking fun and the mission of the work that i do so the company mission this coaching my tribe the coaching that i do the mission is to empower men to live unbeatable lives so they can experience true wealth transformation impact and thriving relationships and having this mission just lights me up. It makes me want to do the work. It makes me want to show up for the podcast. It makes me want to lean into the coaching sessions and support the men that I work with because I know the ripple effect. When when I can help these men live their unbeatable lives, then their relationships thrive. So their partner, their kids, their clients, their contractors, their community, for them showing up as their genuine best selves, the men in our tribe, they, the ripple effect is huge. And I will always still have this podcast to impact the lives of hundreds of thousands of people. That's how I started. It aligns with my purpose and it will always remain that way. And in that same breath, I am focusing on how I can support a certain demographic of men. Men, we experience... As humans, we experience what they call our midlife period of life is between the age of 35 and 55. So if you're on the outer, if you're a little bit younger than that, or if you're a little bit older than that, older meaning wiser, uh, doesn't mean that you're not you know, experiencing midlife experiences, but this is what they term scientifically. Can I say that? Whoever terms midlife period, it's between the ages of 35 and 55. So what I've come to learn is that in this period of life, And I'm speaking to the men here, remember this, but it obviously relates to all humans. But as men, we experience a sense of midlife mediocrity, not the midlife crisis that you hear about when blokes will go out and blow money on, or not blow money, but, you know, buy a Harley and hope that all their prayers are answered from that or whatever it might be. It's not midlife crisis, it's midlife mediocrity. And this midlife mediocrity is this this feeling that they're doing quite well, uh, you know, good business uh, or, or a good career, invested into a caravan to spend time with the family or some other toys for their hobbies and, you know, got, got a good circle of mates and um, might not be spending as much time with them anymore. Things are going quite well financially, uh, but it's taking a lot of time and energy there. And there's just something missing in life and they can't really put their finger on it. Like I said, it's not midlife crisis. It's not depression, but there's something missing. It's this feeling of mediocrity. And and it's completely normal. There's zero judgment when I say any of this. This is just what I've come to understand. And, you know, working with 
men a lot over the years and then having mentors who, you know, like Dr. Arna Rubenstein and studying him and his work and having him as a mentor and learning about men, rites of passage, transitions, things that are missing in our community and everything like that and really studying different areas about this midlife period. This midlife mediocrity is almost guaranteed at some level. So, we will or have or are experiencing it. And during this period of time, we we probably also experience uh, relationship drag. And relationship drag meaning in our personal relationships, that would mean that there's a bit of conflict and some competition and we're not connecting. There's not as much love and romance. There's not as much spontaneity. Uh, we might feel like, like I said, that we're competing against each other as opposed to supporting each other. Who's done the most chores as opposed to, I got your back here, babe. Uh, and relationship drag can be across other relationships in, in your work. So with your contractors, with your staff, with your, uh, your community members. But most importantly, relationship drag can also include self. Whenever we know that we need to improve relationships, we need to make sure that we are brutally honest, taking radical responsibility and doing the work on ourselves to improve our own relationship with ourself. And then another uh, key area that you see popping up is just feeling de-energized and uninspired. You know, these a lot of the guys that I work with are want to be successful in their work and they want to have a good life, but they're, they're drained of energy, That not having the energy at the end of the day to either play with the kids or do your hobbies or even to connect with your wife properly. You just want to relax and switch on the telly or go to sleep because you burn out or whatever it might be. And then lacking inspiration, you started your business or your career from this place of passion and inspiration and it's it's you're just lacking it. And as I say this, remember I say this without judgment. So this this feeling of midlife mediocrity and having this relationship drag and the feeling de-energized and uninspired kind of makes us feel stuck and there's something missing. So a lot of the work that I've done now, what I've realized is there's five key areas that really help to, that we can focus on to help shift from midlife mediocrity to midlife mastery, to help us shift from feeling de-energized and uninspired to feeling energized and inspired, to help us shift from this relationship drag to having thriving relationships, including the relationship with ourselves. So one thing that's become really clear to me is we need to have a clear mission. Men on a mission are not mediocre and we get to choose our mission. I, I'm i inspired by men who are on a clear mission and live in alignment with their values, with their personal philosophy. They don't burn their bridges. They're not burning themselves out. They enroll their partner and their family in their mission. That doesn't mean that they have to be on the same mission, but they're, they're getting support from the people around them because they clearly communicate it. It comes from their heart. There's a drive. There's a passion behind it. Men on a mission are not mediocre. Another area is energy. As humans, we don't have energy, we generate energy. And we have to understand from the mind, the body, the breath, nutrition, our emotions, environmental toxins, what we're surrounded by will either support our energy and give us energy or it will drain our energy. And so a big part of ensuring that we can execute our mission and fucking thrive in life is having 
good energy. The other part is also ensuring that we are focused on and looking at things a little bit differently with our wealth creation vehicles. So, if you're a business owner or an entrepreneur, that's your wealth creation vehicle. If you have a job, then that's your wealth creation vehicle. Too often, we go out there and we want to make money and we think we want to make money to buy some shit or we want to make money to create this great life. And don't get me wrong, money is fucking awesome. Money should be a driver. I shouldn't say should. Money can be a driver. There's nothing wrong with that. However, we can lack inspiration when we're earning money and earning good money, doing well in our business or career, but we're not really attached to this mission and purpose. We're not really feeling this internal drive. So we need to, sorry, a good, I won't say need or should do anything. A great perspective is to look at our wealth creation vehicles to not only create wealth, but also transformation and impact. So it doesn't just create money, it creates transformation and impact in your life, in other people's lives, in the world, in some sort of ways. And it also can be a great tool to connect us to other legends who are doing great things, who inspire us and who we are inspired by, not comparing ourselves to, but we're inspired by. So looking at our wealth creation vehicle, not just as a way to make money, because that makes us want to work more because we think money is the answer. In actual fact, a great mentor of mine, Glenn Carlson, says it really well that he believes all businesses should be a force for good. And I second that. I love that. Not just because we can solve some great problems in the world, but also because it gives us an internal drive. So when you align your wealth creation vehicle with making transformation and impact in other people's lives, that is a huge internal driver to overcome that feeling of uninspired. It also gives you energy. So in the energy piece, we're looking at, like I said, the mind, the body, the breath, the nutrition, emotions, everything. But a lot of that energy comes from being on mission as well. So the next pillar is looking at relationships, like I mentioned just before. We can experience this relationship drag, but when we focus on it, when we have support, when we learn some tools and strategies, within our relationships, we can connect, thrive, and conquer. That's first with our relationship with ourselves and then it ripples out from there with our partner, with our kids, with our community, with our staff, with our contractors, with everyone. We can connect, thrive and conquer. You know, the number one regret from people on their deathbeds is that they didn't spend enough time with the people that they love. That's mostly referring to partners and kids. And also friends and community. They did not spend enough time with the people that they love. So relationships and working on our relationships, either to enhance our loving relationships or if we're on rocky roads, and this is going to sound brutal, but there's a lot of relationships that shouldn't actually be together. It's easier to stay together than to be together. So if there's a common communication that the relationships might be actually better if we're not together, then that can be better for everyone involved. Once again, there's going to be that initial period of adversity and challenge. However, being brutally honest and doing it from a place of support, knowing what's the best outcome 
in that circumstance. Don't get me wrong, I'm not a relationship coach. I'm not saying if you're on Rocky Road, go and break up. Not at all. A lot of relationships just need focus and work and attention. And when we can give it that, we can have that thriving relationship. But I'm not just talking about these uh, uh, romantic relationships and intimate relationships. I'm talking about the relationship with ourselves, with our staff, with our contractors, with community, with everyone. And then, of course, one thing that really helps to wrap it all up is to have a tribe or a community. Environment dictates success. I believe that everyone needs to be surrounded with other legends who are playing the game at a higher level. And by the game, I mean the game of life. Other legends who are focusing on all of these pillars. Other legends who are living the unbeatable life. Other legends who are either in business or in career or mentors and coaches for yourself. A tribe is vitally important. If we look at communities that thrive, they thrive together. If we look at athletes, they have a tribe around them. If we look at, if you're inspired by someone in business or in their career, they're highly likely, if they're living the unbeatable philosophies, they're highly likely surrounded by, actually, in fact, they will be surrounded by a tribe of other legends who are playing the game at a higher level that can support them to play the game at a higher level and keep them accountable to play the game at a higher level. Success leaves clues. One of those clues is consistency. So when you can consistently be around people who are consistently thriving and living the unbeatable life, you're going to have a pretty good chance of living unbeatable. And wisdom is invaluable. Wisdom is invaluable. So when you can surround yourself by other people who provide an abundance of wisdom, then you're surely to learn, grow, and develop and start to shift from midlife mediocrity to midlife mastery, from de-energized and uninspired to feeling energized and inspired, shifting from experiencing relationship drag to experiencing thriving relationships. The unbeatable philosophies are about, it's kind of like a guide to mastering midlife creating true wealth and impact and sustainable success and thriving relationships. So this podcast series, the Unbeatable series, will be chatting with people not to just nut out all of these philosophies and see how it plays out in their life, just hearing their stories like what we have been hearing on Your Life of Impact, but understanding that I'm on a mission to empower men to live an unbeatable life so they experience true wealth, transformation, and thriving relationships. And what I would love from you guys as we move forward in this series is I want to hear from you more. What do you like? What's missing? What do you miss that you would love to hear more of? Because... In the same way that this podcast started, out of true purpose and mission, that's the way it continues. And it won't continue without you. You legendary listeners keep the show going, and especially when I can hear from you. I'm looking forward to continually bringing you value, an abundance of value, 
And I'm looking forward to continually supporting all of you to live your unbeatable life. Keep thriving, legends. And as always, remember, this is your life journey, your life of impact.